I'm Talkin', episode 122 for August 16th, 2020. This is Joel from the I'm Talkin' Microcast, where I share my thoughts on a topic that has piqued my interest this past week. This week, we're talking precious. Well, precious is kind of an interesting word, and you may have guessed by now that sometimes my topics are driven by who's in my house, and this weekend we've had my granddaughter, so precious has been top of mind, and while she's not perfect, we still feel that she is precious, and and we love spending time with her, but it got me thinking about what is precious, how do we decide what it is, and do we make mistakes when it comes to what we deem as precious? And sometimes I think we may may get our priorities a little out of whack, and we may um, put time and things into time and, and effort into things that we find are precious to us and then find out that maybe we've been a little short-sighted or something like that. And, and so I thought I'd talk about that a little bit this week. So what should be precious and how do we decide what is precious to us? And there may be projects, there may be people, there may be things, and all of those have some priority. But I think when we really get down to it, something that is precious needs to be important to us. That That is true. And it also needs to be something that we can pour ourselves into because it should last beyond us. And it also should be something that is a building block to a better future. And when I wrap all those things together, the first thing that comes to my mind is children. When I say that, I probably get a lot of heads nodding or whatever number of people listen to this, their heads are nodding because no one can really argue that children are precious and and we've seen neglect of children that results in, in children who are fighting the system, who just don't understand what's important and understand the rules and who they should trust and who they should follow. And it's really heartbreaking when we see that. So it makes me think, how do I show my children when they were younger and even as they're adults today? And how do I show my grandchild that they are precious to me? What is it that I can do? And so one of the things that comes first to mind is just time and spending time with them and taking time to take a phone call and taking time to talk and communicate. And that's important. And I think, uh, you know, we talk about quality versus quantity of time. And I think time has to be spent and it has to be a measured amount. And 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 then we need to make it quality on top of that. And we need to be able to give precious children our attention so that they know they are important to us. It's not just being in the same room with them, but being attentive to what they're doing and then being able to teach them and implant into them morals and decision-making skills and, and then leading them down a path that will lead them to a productive, full, and abundant life. If you are like me, You believe all those things that I just said, but sometimes you're frustrated with the reaction of the children in your lives to your guidance and your instruction, and sometimes we lose patience, and sometimes we don't say the right things, and 
that happens and hopefully we have time to correct that and to say I'm sorry and to make sure that they know that they are loved and important to us. And the cool thing is that we don't have to do it on our own. Hopefully we have a spouse that will help us and maybe we have extended families with aunts and uncles and grandparents that will help. But at the end of the day, we all need to rely on a resource that is beyond ourselves. And the cool thing is that God feels the same way about children as I do. He finds them to be precious, all his children of all ages, but especially the little ones he finds to be importantly precious to him. And the way that we treat them, the way that we train them as adults, as leaders, as teachers, as parents, is important to God. And he hasn't left us without methods and ideas on how to do that. The cool thing is that throughout Scripture, God has shown us how He deals with His children and through all kinds of ages. And, and we get to use that example of His love and His grace and His patience, His understanding, His correction at times, and, and the need for that, the punishment that comes so that children turn their hearts back to God. And we have all of those examples to use. And Many times I thought if I could use Bible verses when I was correcting my children that it would carry much more weight. And I didn't do well at that all the time because my memorization of Scripture um, did not really allow me to do that. But there are times where I was able to do that, to let them understand how important God was to me. And because of that, they're important to me because they're important to God. And it's just a full circle that happens. And so when I learn to rely on who God is and how he treats me as a father and look at his patience with me as a child and the silly things that I do and the way I may talk back and how I react to his discipline, I have a great picture of how I should be with my children and then with my grandchildren. And while my patience may sometimes run thin, my love should never end, and they should always see that come through in everything that I do for them. And so the challenge that we have as Christians is to make sure the little ones in our lives, whether they be students because we're teachers, whether they be children because we are starting a family or in the midst of rearing a family, or whether they be grandchildren because we've moved into that realm, or maybe even great-grandchildren, that they are precious in our sight, that they are precious to us and that we love them beyond anything we can measure and that we want for them the best that life can offer the, to them through the God that we love and the God that loves us. Until next week, this is Joel from the I'm Talking Microcast. <laughs>